We are in live. Let's play. Welcome everyone to a new episode of the Women Empowerment Series. The Women Empowerment Series is a platform where I invite incredible women from around the world who are sharing their story, who are inspiring through the work they do and their journey. And I'm so honored and delighted to have you with me, Dee Kupta. Welcome, my dear. Thank <laughs> you so much, Hinda. I'm so, so grateful to be here and I'm so excited and happy to be here. Wonderful talking mm. to you. All these women, all these incredible stories, all these incredible leaders. And the beautiful part of it all is that we are so different yet, yet we are so similar mm-hmm. in our love for, you know, inspiring, motivating and sharing. And I think your journey speaks so much about that. So I want you to go back and tell us how do you, you are, you calling yourself today an inner peace coach and you are an inner peace coach. But when I go back, I am so impressed with your background, D. You know, you were in one of the most competitive schools <laughs> 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 in India. And what, you know, how do you find your way when you start in science and engineering and technology? So tell me this, your story and how did it all start for you? Um, sure. Yeah. So I was born in an Indian family. Like I'm, I'm Indian. I'm born in an Indian family. And in India, you you do whatever it takes to either become an engineer or a doctor. So yes. I didn't think. Like I was like, okay, I love math and I love bio. I could do. I could go both ways. And I decided to oh, do nice. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so so was, you had that debate whether to go doctor or engineer. Yeah, I had like for a year. I was thinking about like you know which path should I choose, and the reason I chose engineering is because I didn't want to study so much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because doctors, it's a lot of years. That's so it's true. A lot of years. So, <laughs> like the and, same everywhere. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then I ended up going to IIT Delhi, which is like you know one of the good colleges in India, and it was high. One of the most competitive. Are you kidding me? In the right. world. Oh yes. Yeah, very very uh, intense kind of thing, and uh, it was fun. Like I, it was it was great, and I was happy at that time. But I didn't even do computer science at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't matter because of, like from campus every I wanted to do computer science like like you know software engineering but I knew that it didn't matter so um, so when I I didn't work for a single day in chemical engineering I, I basically got selected straight up into a software job and then I moved to US and I started working for Microsoft and I was like this is my dream I'm never gonna leave this ever in my life. for every young one oh my god of course it is. But wait, so when you were at school, how many girls were there? Were you very few or did it start to be actually half-half? No, 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 nowhere close. It was 22 girls out of 450 people. Wow. (laughs) Even less than, actually, even for us, it was the same, you know? It was always one or two, maybe three in the classroom of 40 or something. Right, yeah, exactly. So many times I'd be the only person and people were so awkward around girls that like if I would sit on one thing, they would the whole bench would be empty. Yeah, <laughs> really? It was so awkward around, around because girls. you wouldn't sit by your side because you're the girl. Oh, I'm the girl, incredible. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I used to sit in the front also. 
I'm like, yeah. you know, so that's, that's an interesting feeling because, you know, I don't think we talk about it a lot, but in science, we are so few. Now it's better. Now there are more girls in some yeah. areas, but in, you know, I was in engineering in very early nineties. So mm-hmm. that time, very, very few girls and it's a long time ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so you joined Microsoft, which is a dream job. Yeah, it was like, I'm not leaving here until I die. Like I'm leaving here in my grave. I love it. I was just so happy. It was my dream. Mm-hmm. And um, within six months, I started to realize something is wrong. And I was like, I'm not feeling as fulfilled as I thought I would be. And so just, soon. So six so months. Soon. But wow. I didn't. But it took me 10 years to finally leave it. You know? mm-hmm. So I worked in India for a few years before I came here. So total, I had like about 15 years of software experience. But like I tried different things. I tried different roles. I tried different companies. I was like, maybe it's just Microsoft is too big. So I tried a smaller company. And I right. just, it was the same thing everywhere, you know. You know that saying, wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Yeah. It was like, okay, I, I couldn't. I mean, the, it wasn't right for me. So I jumped off that train, like that plane with, uh, and I built a parachute on the way down. Like I just jumped off and I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know how I was going to survive. I just, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I am done. (laughs) So much courage to do that. I wonder who's, let us know where you're joining us from as you connect in so that we can greet you. And if you have a question, because this conversation is just fascinating. Because when you have the most comfortable job, and the most, you know, looked after, right, by all the youth. And then you're like, no, I don't want it. I hated it. I was so miserable. I would go into meeting rooms and I'd be like, everybody's excited and they're talking about like whiteboarding stuff. And like, you know, this yep. is this goes here, this goes there. I'm like, I wish I could bring myself to care. I just don't care. I want to care, but I don't care. Oh my God, yeah. I would sit in the car for 15 minutes in the morning before getting out of the car, just willing myself to get out of the car to go into the workplace from in the parking lot. It was... Yeah. So bad. <laughs> and this lasted for how long? Hi, Maryam. I can see people greeting us. Hello. It's good to see you here. So how so how long did it last? Um, it was pretty much from the for after the first six months till 10 years of trying wow. different things. But yeah. How, how did you manage to keep yourself and you keep your sanity and keep going to the office? Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> that. that I just didn't feel like I had any other option. Yes. Trapped. And, Trapped, basically. Exactly. So I just had to, there was nothing else I could do. I was just there. Um, And my ex-husband at the time also, he was like, you, yeah, you need to work. You can do, yeah. You need to work. (laughs) And and this is interesting what you're saying this, because a lot of women feel that, right? A lot of women feel trapped in a situation that they hate, they don't like, they don't like the job, they don't like the feeling, yet there is no way out. And they feel, and they stay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and you did that for a little bit. But what is it that triggers you? There's, I think, if somebody is saying things, take love, D. You have some love coming in for oh, you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how did you decide? What was the triggering moment? It was I'd had enough. Like it was just a moment that I was like, okay, this is not working anymore. I can't do it. I have mm-hmm. to figure something out. I'll put myself in the situation. I'll burn. I mean, I didn't burn bridges like that, but I was like, I'm just gonna leave and and figure it out on the way out. <laughs> Did you put some money aside so that you're like, okay, I'm not gonna worry about it, or you just made make the this. You woke up one day. I'm like, this is it. This is the day. I'm moving. 
it was this is the day i'm very last minute like i don't plan things for two like even in general i i have some things that i plan but like very very spontaneous even when i'm going on vacation i'm very spontaneous but that's uh my personality so i was like that's nice I I don't want to plan stuff as much as possible. I want to be surprised because I feel claustrophobic when I plan too much. Yes. So, yeah, I like to, yeah. So you feel free. I feel free, yeah. yeah. So basically you took your freedom. That's what you did. I took I took my time freedom. I I gave up my I exchanged I traded my financial freedom for time freedom. Yeah. And I have never but looked- very because you can bring financial freedom and you're on the way to do that, right? Exactly. That's that's precisely it. Like I've been investing in myself so much over the last like many years, 6 years since I left my job mm-hmm. and uh um this is yeah. a good thing, not planning everything, yeah. So right. D is a real example because you got to have, you got to be bold and have so much courage to be able to do that. And I salute you for that. I was writing this to you. I mean, I think your story is such an inspiration more than you can ever think because a lot of women feel stuck in mm-hmm. jobs because the end of the month comes very fast, too fast to think about what is the alternative. And so mm-hmm. you stay completely stuck in a box even if you don't like it right yeah it was a big thing for me because I left my husband at that time and then one year later I left my job and then my friend broke up with me and it was like I had my first and so far only panic attack at that time I was like but it was yeah it was okay you kind of knew it right yeah yeah it was like everything changed all at once but it was it was beyond worth it because the amount of growth i've had over the last six years i would not have had in 50 lifetimes if my husband was a perfect person if my job if i'd liked my job i wouldn't have had this growth over 50 lifetimes that i've had over the last six years it's just it's just been incredible like every day i'm like oh my god my life just shifted one degree and then when your life shifts one degree 10 years later where are you right like you're at a totally different place completely yeah. And and it's like, and, you know, we always say that this is not, you don't change in that minute, but you change your path, you change your journey, you change where you're going. Yeah. Here's, yeah, and this is a good, well said, this kind of stories inspire women to jump into our freedom. And we often do not allow ourselves to do that because we are so scared. Of yeah, yeah. Fear. And, and fear is a very real thing, but like, mm-hmm. I mean, we just over, we over give to fear, you know, we're like, right. It's like, okay. I, I mean, it's okay to say, I see you fear. I, I can feel your presence and I'm not listening to you. I mean, and it's, it's, it's a shift as well. It took me years to get to that place where I could actually feel that happening. Like I could feel the fear and I'm like, okay, I, I'm choosing something else and I'm not letting you control me. Mm. And it, it just changes how you be in life. It changes every change that, that little shift in energy. It's like a very tiny little shift, but yeah. it changes the entire course of your life. Like when you do things like that. Incredible. So it needed one decision to trigger it all so that you can shift somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So is that how you started as an inner peace coach or was it in the making before you left Microsoft? 
Oh no, it was this happened. I didn't even know life coaching existed. I'd never heard the phrase before. I had no idea. Like this whole personal growth yeah. existed. I was all alone, like completely like feeling like yeah. there was nobody. And then somebody mentioned Tony Robbins and I did all of his seminars. Like I did every one of his seminars. And then somebody mentioned um somebody introduced me to um Harvecker and I did all of his seminars. Okay. Um, and I, yeah, so just I, I started. So you my start developing your understanding of yes. what self developing, and it probably helped you yourself to strengthen up, right? Oh, big time. Yes. 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 So that's where my journey started. That's when I started to find my tribe and I started to find, and then my Facebook feed now is filled with people that are just incredible, <laughs> including yeah. you. Like, it's just oh. so good, the group that we're in. Like, it's just, I so I pinch myself sometimes. I'm like, how is it even possible for me to find so many people that I I absolutely love and admire and just... Oh, <laughs> I love that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so here's another uh, comment here. Fear can save us sometimes. You know, but here's it's a question of well calculating its next steps. How right. would you answer to that, uh, D? Yeah, um, so fear is necessary, absolutely. Like if you are seeing a lion in front of you, you want to figure out how to solve it. <laughs> um, it's just that the fear has become, it's taken over our, um, it's it's not needed. Most of the time, it's not needed. I would say 90, whatever, 99% of the time, it's not You real. can overcome it. Yeah. You can, yeah. It's not real, yeah, very true. It's amplified. It's so ampli true. Yeah, it's not real. It's, it's meant to keep us safe. It's the century of the mind that's meant to keep us safe and meant to keep us small. And I don't really know why God put that as into us, but it's there. And yeah, so yeah. the the thing that we our job is to work past that and work through that okay. and identify the one percent of the fear that is real, right? Mm -hmm. Like I mean, but and, and tackle it and tackle understand it. why, where it's coming from. Mm. Right, right. And then and and many times it's just really not real. Like, I mean, I've, I've seen it in relationships as well. I'm like, I want to run from this relationship. I mean, uh, because what if this guy is using me? And what if this guy is like, you know, taking advantage of me or whatever? And I'm like, seeing that, I'm like, okay, I see you fear, but I'm going to dive in. I'm going to put my entire heart and soul into this. And I'll, I'll, I'll be okay at the end of the day. I know I'll be okay, no matter what happens. Oh, yes. <laughs> And, you know, what's interesting is that, you know, always say that if you want to lead, you, you want to be a leader and lead yourself to whatever direction and path and and dream goal you want to create, you want to bring into your life. You got to have courage. Leadership is fueled with the courage and the courage is not needed if there is no fear. So right. if there is fear, you right. grab the courage. Right. Absolutely. So if the fear is there, it means like, hey. This is the time you need to get your courage and you mm -hmm. grab the courage mm -hmm. and you take it and you step up to whatever direction you want to go. Right. And the act of choosing that courage changes yeah. your changes the thing like so the, the Newton's law or whatever. Right. Or maybe it was Einstein or whatever. The act of mm -hmm. observing the something changes the observer. Right. Really, yes. Absolutely. So. Yes. Yeah. So it's like that. So in like in relationships, just because I choose to trust the person, the person becomes more trustworthy like just automatically if I ex because people be respond to how they're how you expect what you expect of them so if mm -hmm. you are not trusting somebody if you're expecting them to take advantage of you then the likelihood is much higher that they will That's and right. <laughs> so yeah whatever you think about you go into mirror it and see it right so and that's that's true for everything that's true for the uh, the 
whatever project that you're picking up on, like if you expect good things, it's the law of attraction 101, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> That's nice. So let's, uh, I would love to hear more about now your focus and what does it mean in their peace coach and how you help people with their, you know, emotional regulation, with their connections. How, what, are, what are the main aspects that you work on? Okay. Um, so what I feel is that we have grown up in an environment where it is looked down on, like I've, I've, uh, to have, to, we, we, okay. So the path to it is through self-acceptance. Okay. So acceptance of all of our emotions, acceptance of all of our thoughts, acceptance of where we are, acceptance of our circumstances. And so what we have been grown up to believe is that if we're having negative, what people consider negative emotions, like jealousy, is that's the hardest for anybody to accept within themselves that I am, I can, I'm feeling jealous about this mm -hmm. thing right now. Or mm -hmm. anger is the next one, I think, you know, that mm -hmm. we're feeling anger or, or any negative emotion emotion, anything that we consider negative emotion, then mm -hmm. we start to judge ourselves and we start to uh, criticize ourselves. So mm -hmm. what I've and been... Like said, we're angry at ourselves. We, we don't like, we hate ourselves for those emotions. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Sadness, I think, is coming up into, like, people are starting to accept it more. But mm -hmm. jealousy, especially, and then anger are just emotions that we really, really do not want to, like, we're above all of this. We don't feel this kind of stuff. Mm. So that, I think, is the root cause of this turmoil that we feel inside of us. Okay. So, uh, so the, the thing that I work with people on is going down this path. So the reason we do that is because, so, okay, so I'll give an example of, mm -hmm. let's say we are with someone and somebody is feeling pain. Okay. then we feel pain as well, like when we're empathetic. But the reason we're feeling pain is not because they're feeling pain or, I mean, it's it's not as positive as we might think. The reason we're feeling pain, um, uh, no, okay, sorry. Because we're, we want to be empathic to them. So we kind of really connect right. with them. But what we want to do is we want to go into fixing mode so that they stop feeling the pain. Okay. So now, so that's where like if we uh, so we want to parent them and we don't the reason we want to do that is because we don't want to feel the pain we're feeling because of the pain they're feeling. Right. So mm -hmm. if we go into this mode where we're not parenting them and mm -hmm. we let them feel whatever pain they're feeling and mm -hmm. we're just there with them, we're sitting with them and we're we're just we're not bothered like we're not upset by their pain or we're not trying to fix it or we're not trying to take over to we're do not anything about it. We're just there. We're yeah. just, yeah, we're just existing there with them and we're holding their hand, but we're there. Mm -hmm. um, so that is like going, shifting from parenting them into being a friend, into being mm -hmm. an empathetic person. So this is exactly how it is with ourselves. Now I'm going to shift that to ourselves. So mm -hmm. if, if there's a part of me that's feeling jealous of someone, mm -hmm. then what I immediately, the other parts of me wants to immediately fix that. Mm -hmm. So the way to work through that is to not try to immediately fix that, mm -hmm. the jealousy, but just sit with that, sit yes. with whatever pain that I'm feeling, mm -hmm. sit with whatever. So there is a reason for the jealousy, right? It's not the jealousy is a feeling that covers shame. 
Mm-hmm. So the jealousy comes from shame. I should have done more and I have not done more. Mm-hmm. So if we can just sit with the pain, because shame is very, very painful and it's intense. So mm-hmm. if we can sit with our the underlying feeling, we can go with the jealousy and we're like, okay, what is the, where is the shame here? Where is, what is the underlying emotion? And mm-hmm. we can go to that and we can allow ourselves to just be with that emotion and sit with that emotion and accept it completely yes. accept it. then we work through it so much faster and we release it from our bodies because otherwise it just gets trapped within us like it, yeah. it gets buried within us and it comes out stronger the next time mm-hmm. so because more- it's not healed because it's not processed because right. you just kind of ignored it and we just packed it right down. and you criticized it and you beat down on it and then it's like but I'm here. I want to be seen. I want to be visible. Like, can you please let me out? And we're like, no, no, you no. should be <laughs> shut, shut yeah. up. You, you don't exist. I don't buy. I don't believe you exist. I, you, you're not a part of me. Yeah, I am a part of you. You know, and yeah. that's so. Feelings are part of us. Feelings are yeah. part of our lives. And and I think what you're saying so well is that we need to honor our emotions so that they get processed. Because if we g- ignore them or more worse we beat them we beat ourselves up for even feeling those emotions we lock them down and it stays there and it gets triggered each time there's something it gets bigger right and over time every time we're doing that and the worse we're feeling about it the bigger it gets and then the next time it happens the bigger it gets again and then it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and then we start to find ourselves feeling like really constricted, like we're not good enough people. We start to, all of these feelings of unworthiness, unlovability. It's like, because I know I have all this je- jealousy and anger and like now I don't feel like I'm good enough and now I don't feel like, and then it, 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 it goes into a spiral because now I don't even have the courage to keep trying or to do something else. So mm-hmm. it's, it just creates such a, a long-term effect mm-hmm. on that. Whereas if in that moment we can just, truly 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 accept everything that we're feeling Mm -hmm. then we release it so fast (laughs) it's it's like surprising even how quick things change around you because you've released that and just immediately you get this fresh burst of energy yeah like okay where did that come from (laughs) and it's because you've released you've not just released this moment you've released the past also along with it um and you're starting from it you're freed from it and yeah and then you start to feel yourself lovable like okay it's okay that I have jealousy it's okay that I have anger and Mm -hmm. now the question becomes like not about not having these emotions but how about how to manage them so that I'm not imposing them on other people right Mm -hmm. so to manage them in a healthy way so that I'm not hurting other people in the process yes like that right yeah so you like focus on yourself, focus on making yourself healed so right. that you can become a better human for yourself and for others. For others, yes. Absolutely. Because right. that's how you create relationship. It's start by creating your own relationship. Yeah. Where are you from? You have a lot of people asking you, where are you from, D? Oh, I'm from, from India. India. Seattle now? Where are you? I'm in Seattle, yes. I'm Seattle. Seattle. yes. That's yes. why it's the sun because now it's the morning for you. Yes, it is. It's 10.22 a.m. right now. <laughs> is it sunny? It is uh, sunny outside. Yes, it it's warm? summer in Seattle, so it's sunny. It's summer already? How yeah. It's summer. Ah, early. It starts early. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's become. It started to become hot right now. So. <laughs> it's, really? 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. We are, you know, it's spring for us here, but it's warmer spring. Mm-hmm. Today it's raining, actually, oh, cool. uh, which is nice, different. But mm-hmm. uh, it's going to get start getting hot as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's nice. You know, how nice. This is amazing. We connect from everywhere. Right. And uh, and that's why I'm like, because I usually don't have those uh, lives this hour, much earlier. But um, mm-hmm. And I'm so happy to be able to connect with so far away from so far away. It's amazing. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. So, so you're at the, now, how do you consider yourself? You know, you've been a scientist and engineer, so a very structured mind. And now you're going into this inner peace. Is this spirituality? Is this closer to this? How do, where do you fit in the range between the science and the pragmatism and the logic and this? Where do you locate yourself? Um, yeah, that's a great question because I consider myself very like a brain-based rather. Like, yes, of course you are. Because right. you of course you are. <laughs> like, I love math of my entire life. Like I have a very logical engineer. You're like math. Yeah, they like numbers. <laughs> yeah, numbers and- I know that. That's why we communicate easily. You know, right. we speak engineer to engineer. We understand that. <laughs> so even my personal growth stuff in the beginning, especially, I would just be go very brain based, and I would be like, "This is this is logic, and it fits." And I still do that. Like I still have that part of me. But I guess I've been developing the more um, emotional, side. intuitive, yeah, emotional, intuitive, like accepting again, accepting of the emotions and mm-hmm. of being aware of them and being aware of my intuition and like trusting you know just that part of it so I yeah it's it's been a journey but like I, I have both in me I love the I actually love that because <laughs> sure yeah and you know that's what's fun about being women and the way we are and the way we function even within the engineering uh, sphere and the scientific sphere I think intuition has always been there forever I mean, oh, yeah. did you feel that when you were growing up? Is this something like where you feel like you're coming home to something that you know, or is it just like new? Um, I would say it was, so the intuition thing, I always felt that I had a good mm-hmm. sense of intuition, like uh, to mm-hmm. read the room or to read the, um, mm-hmm. um, read people. I, I felt like I was pretty good at that, but mm-hmm. um it, it still required a lot of work and I'm, it's probably going to be there for the rest of my life, like developing this intuition. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, uh, I guess it was a bit of both. It was a part of it, a part of me knew that and had that and a part of me, but I never thought about it, right? Intuition was just something like, okay, I just happened to have it. And it's not something that I didn't know you could develop it. I didn't know that you could work on it, like that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. It was just like, okay, I have a little bit, like I have something more Mm -hmm. than maybe the average person, but like, that's fine. That's just something that I know. Yeah, something that I happen happen to be born with, I have a gift of. But like now it's deepened a lot more and now it's it's gone into. And this is what you use now. This is what I use now. Absolutely. When I'm uh, so when I'm talking to people, the thing that I do is my my style is to listen. So Mm -hmm. I will uh, listen to the person and I will feel into what response I'm getting. And then I will uh, give advice based on that, based on um, what I'm what I feel I'm getting. But like I I I'm very, very good at listening (laughs) to people. Sure you are. Yeah. Picking up on things, you know, picking up mm-hmm. on what's going on underneath what the words are. Okay. 
like yeah. a deeper reality a what's deeper. really inside what we hide we don't say right. we say without saying yeah. yeah and many times it's not that we're not saying because we don't want to say many times it's we're not aware of what's going on underneath and of course we're of just course. we're just living out our patterns and we don't really but then yeah I've I've worked on this so much that I'm, I know the pattern. So I'm like, okay, I, I recognize that. Mm, amazing. Yeah. That's right. wonderful. And so this is your new journey and how is it going? Um, you know, like what would you, what, how do you, what advice will you give today to someone who wants to find the inner peace? Because we all, that's what we want, isn't it? Like right. what would be uh, something that you could share that is really valuable? Okay. Um, the, the, I would say the biggest thing that I would give, biggest advice I would give is um, find the ways that work for you for self-acceptance. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's easy to say accept yourself for everything, but it's not always easy to get to the place. Um, mm -hmm. So find different, find different ways. There are many different ways in which you can go about it, but mm -hmm. find the look for and search for the way that works for you. And uh, once you get to self-acceptance, that's, that's inner peace, basically, they're kind of synonymous. So it's, it's all about accepting everything about your life, just everything, no matter where you are, no matter how unfair it feels, no matter like, I mean, you might feel like, um, this is not where I'm supposed to be and everybody around me is like somewhere else and um, it's not fair or I don't want to put in another one of the big things is I don't want to put in this much work. Why do I have to put in this much work when other people don't have to? But the fact is that everybody has to and the more you raise yourself, the more uh, you do it. So yes, find, find uh, ways that work for you for accepting everything around you. I love and that. This is very, this is such a powerful advice. And once you accept everything about you, then you suddenly will feel the calmness because you have nothing to worry about. You are proud of who you are. You are who you are. And it is what it is. And you just accept it and move on right. to build whatever you want to create in your life. Yeah. This is amazing, and you are a representation of this through your, uh, through your experience, through your journey, and congratulations for the work you do, for, you know, for being such an amazing representation of how for women that want to free themselves from the work, the job that they don't like, but yet they keep themselves stuck because they don't know and they're scared for otherwise. Mm. Thank you, Dee, for your joining us. Thank you uh, so joining much. Us. <laughs> with us Miriam, Lilia, all the ladies it's so nice to have you if you're watching us on replay let us know I'd love to so we can go back to watch the comments thank you everyone and I'll see you in the next episode okay.